The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or its employees. Welcome to Real Estate Toronto, the radio show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area with Aura Ross from the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Now, on with the show. Welcome to spring. It is here in the real estate market in Toronto. I, I meant the weather, but yeah. And, you know, next week when we get in the, to the flurries and so on, it will still be a hot Toronto real estate spring market. Don't blame me. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on as we as we head into our spring market. Nice. I've, I've got some very important um, uh, words of wisdom, we'll call it, for homeowners who are thinking about selling and who maybe get that knock on the door from a realtor saying, I've got a buyer for your home. I want to want to talk about the pros and the cons of that approach. Um, and and we're going to talk a little bit about what a market evaluation is versus okay. an appraisal. So we've got lots of lots of ideas and thoughts and mostly today's show, it you know, is, is a bit of advice just okay. based on a lot of what we're seeing going on right now. Well, stay tuned for our new segment called Aura's Words of Wisdom. There you go. <laughs> on <Mulholland> Ross Real <laughs> Estate Radio. The music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is handpicked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays, 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. 24 hours a day, 416-230-8500. No one's there, but... No, we're there. We're always there. You call, we will pick up, and we're there for you. Um, We are the Mahone Ross team, of course. Um, So today, though, I wanted to talk... There's a lot of confusion going on. You know, it's the beginning of the year. We're spending a lot of time calling our clients and people we spoke to in the last year to catch up, say Happy New Year. Mm -hmm. And there's a common thread of topics, and I thought if that's what's going on with... My clients, our clients, it might be going on in the broader scope. So the first thing is, is I want to clarify a few things. 
we get caught up in these average prices. So the Toronto Real Estate Board posts their average price. I need to make sure everybody understands that average price represents every home type right across the GTA. So we're, we've got the condos in Mississauga in there thrown in with the townhouses in Oshawa, thrown in with those super luxo homes in, in Forest Hill and the Bridal Path all mixed into one pot and we're giving you an average. So we are comparing apples to oranges to pears to grapes. All over the place, yep. yeah. That is why the Toronto Real Estate Board came up with their home index uh, pricing, which compares a little more apples to apples and oranges to oranges. But Sorry, what was that called again? The home price index. Home price index, Yeah. okay. And, and what they aim to do is look at a detached home in one neighborhood and say, okay, your average detached home in this neighborhood has is a two-story, three-bedroom, two-bathroom home. So now we're gonna look at all the detached two-story three-bedroom two-bathroom homes and do some comparisons and they do that right across the board of course I'm sure it's a computer system reading all these algorithms and stuff but the reason why I bring this up is so one of the common things I heard this week talking to our clients was I see the markets cooled I see the markets cooling the average price dropped in December the average price for the first two weeks in January are sitting even a little bit lower than what our average price in December was, which is still over 600. However, that average price, again, because it takes in such a broad group of homes, if we just don't have some $8 million to $12 million homes selling that month, then it's going to skew the numbers. Or if suddenly the homes over $6 million are not selling for a couple of weeks, suddenly that entire average gets skewed. But it doesn't mean your home has just gone from an average price of 650 down to 600 doesn't mean your house has just dropped like 10%. And again, that's average prices across all homes, that's across right. all areas. That's right. So there could be a pocket where they're having some difficulty selling. Or just a lack of inventory, nothing on the market. So it's going to drag you down. That's right. So, for example, where I live in that Young Shepherd area, in some there are some months where only like 13 homes come on the market that month or, you know, eight detached homes sell. Well, I can't use that figure to determine, you know, accurately what a detached home, what the average prices are because there's just not enough right. going on. And so I want to bring that up first because, no, the market is not cooled. Although it's cool outside, it is not cooled. And I, I want our listeners to understand that because you're going to see why I'm, I'm having this conversation. There is a lack of inventory on the market right now, which means, and, and, and our buyers are still out there and the rates are still low. So we have a strong demand for homes in the Toronto area. Right. And, and the whole GTA, because honestly, this, this includes all you guys up in the 905. Okay, so why why this is becoming so important is that we have a lot of folks out there who are getting their doors knocked by realtors, and hey, you know, I do, I do it, so I'm not going to knock that approach. No. Um, however, they're knocking. You know, they get somebody shows up at their door and says, "Listen, I've got a buyer. In fact, you know, I can show it tonight, or I don't even need to show it because some of these homes are being bought by investors and builders. Um, I'll just bring you an offer, and they're bringing in offers that might appear to be very good based on a misconception that the market is cooled from last spring or summer, that maybe prices are the same or lower than they were a year ago. And and so what, I've, what I'm finding out as I'm calling people and checking in on people is that some people have actually said okay and sold their home, and it isn't until afterwards that they start 
you know, after they've taken this offer, thinking this is so great, this is amazing, they sign away. Yeah, now now I'm going to go look for something, and they realize, oh my gosh, I think I just sold my house for sometimes 10, 20% too little. Wow. So I had this experience right before Christmas. Some people that I had spoken to in the neighborhood, you know, maybe even a year ago, um, I'm so grateful to them, and I think they're grateful that they called us because someone approached them with an offer, and you know there there was some um, there was some motivation by the sellers, and they thought you know geez I don't have to stage I don't have to clean I don't have to fix you know whatever I need to fix if I have to go to market here's this great offer and they called me because we had been in touch over the years and they said we're just you know would you come talk to us and I I got to their house and there was this great offer clean as a whistle sitting on their table. And, um, you know, I did tell them that I felt that the offer was a good sixty to $70,000 lower than what I thought it was worth. Wow. And, and in fact, I actually said 50000 I think there's another 50000 here. And and because it was coming in from realtors, this, this was a full, you know, commissions, everything was on. They wanted full commission and everything. Um, so two pieces to this. One was it was low. B was... These agents aren't representing the seller. They're representing the buyer. So as a seller, they have absolutely no representation. We'll come back to that topic in a minute. And so they were not bound to these agents because these agents brought them an offer. And, And I said, well, you know, so we talked about some different options. So what we did in a matter of a week was they tidied up their house. We did not put it on the open market. They allowed me to notify quite a broad network of people, including realtors mm-hmm. that that I thought might have have buyers. We showed it to four groups. Two of them brought offers, and we sold the home for about seventy thousand more than what they were sitting with from that original offer. From that original offer, and so you know, it cost them a weekend of cleaning. It cost wow. them a weekend of cleaning. A weekend of cleaning yeah. made seventy thousand dollars difference. Um, yeah. Well, and let's let's the let's be clear about that. The cleaning didn't turn into seventy thousand. It was worth that to begin it. It's just that they only had one offer. They only had one offer, and the person that made the offer had never seen the house. It was a it was a developer, and again, the guy who ended up buying the house is a developer, mm-hmm. only um, presented in a very different way. And because we had two offers, we could create some leverage. Right. For that seller, so. I, it just saddens me to bits when people are living in their homes. They're, you know, you're paying your bills. You're living there. Maybe some of you, maybe only five years, but some are 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. You sell your house. You think you've had the windfall, but actually a hundred to $200,000 are sitting left on the table in some of these cases. Some of the numbers I heard this week from what people were had done through December Thinking that the market was slow, thinking that it's December, it's Christmas. They're it's, starting to panic. It's yeah, it's a it's and and what I heard last night, I was calling a bunch of people from the office, uh, you know, for the last few nights. But last night I spoke to some people and they're saying, you know, I can tell the market's cooled and and so gotta touch on this. There's very little on the market. There's nothing on the market. So when you think, well, nothing's selling, it's not. Things would sell if something would <laughs> if come to the something. market. So I want you people that are thinking of selling, not sure, maybe someone has enticed you at the door recently with, hey, I can bring you a clean offer, a cash offer. Um, All I'm asking is that wherever you are, please call in one, maybe two realtors, get an up-to-date market evaluation 
on your home based on what it would sell for today on the open market. Update yourself because this market has shifted so much over the course of the last couple of years. I yep. mean, and and um, from month to month, it's shifting on us. And we need that reality check because we are we love our homes and we always think they're worth more than they are. Or sometimes less. Well, and that's true. Yeah. So, you know, you deserve it. Yes. You just deserve to know. Someone I live with yep. went into that where their house was worth less, worth more than they thought. Yes. So. Yeah. Do it. So there you go. So um, that's so, you know, my theme, actually, I wanted to, you know, we talked about what's the theme of the show. And I, I wanted to put like, don't sell your house. But really, the message is don't sell your house without doing your own homework. If somebody comes to your door and says, I have a buyer for your house, that's not the person necessarily to do the market evaluation for you. Because that person is coming in with the buyer and they Uh have an ulterior motive. That's right. So look at if somebody comes to your door saying, I'm a realtor and do you have any real estate questions? Because I'd love to answer them for you. And I'd love to be your realtor the day you go to sell. That's something else. That's that's a realtor. We do it. They want to represent you. They they're they're looking for future business. They're trying to build a bit of a, a pipeline of future business. That's fine. It's the guy who walks in saying, I've got a buyer. I can bring you a million dollars today or I can bring you 600 or I can bring you two, whatever that answer is. And and I'm not saying that that might not be good. Look, at I can tell you, Todd, I have had people call me and say, I've got some, I'm sitting here right now with an offer of X and, and I don't have to do anything. And in fact, they're letting me lease back the home for four months. I mean, everything in here is perfect. And I would honestly say to you, Todd, I cannot beat that. Yep. If you want me to look at the offer or I can refer you to a lawyer to just double check that everything in the offer is kosher and, and you're good, happy to help you out. But I will not say, oh, no, 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 don't sell it. Because honestly, I will have mud on my face if I try to sell it and you come up short, right? So I'll be pretty straight that you are sitting with an awesome offer or, oh, my gosh, you you," like with this last family that I talked about a few minutes ago, the question, the, the, what I posed to them was, I know for sure we could bring you this offer again. Worst case scenario, we could bring you this number again. No problem. I actually think, though, we could bring you 50 more. Hmm. And so... They felt confident enough knowing that, hey, if I was wrong, they weren't going to lose any money on this. And I wasn't wrong. And I knew I wasn't wrong. But I, I, I just I had to be a little conservative. You had there to too. prove it. And, but, you know, I, I, I am, you know, by nature, I'm a little conservative when I talk about people's home prices. But I, I just I was so sad uh, learning about, you know, one one family in particular that had been in their home for 50 years thought they had hit hit the money ball when somebody offered them a million fifty and yeah. the homes on their street are going for one two fifty. And before we go to break, let's just remind people there's nothing illegal or nothing wrong with what that agent did. No. He's no, trying no. to save his client some yep. money. Yep. He's it's, representing it's, the buyer. He's representing the yep. buyer, trying to save the buyer some money. So he's not taking advantage of the seller, but it is in the seller's best interest to get some representation. Absolutely. Thank you for clarifying. That's well, good. I have to paraphrase because it needs to go in my brain. It's awesome. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> yes, your brain is awesome. We are the Mulholland Real Estate Group at realestatetoronto.com. Thank you. <laughs> Annoying, frustrating. Of course, you're referring to me. Some days, enlightening, engaging. And now you're referring to yourself. Most days. <laughs> Just a few of the words employed to describe our show, The Mots. You'll come up with your own. Hi, we're The Mots, Paul and Carol. Inviting you to join us weekdays at 2 on Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca. And there's an encore performance with Mots Weekend. You can check us out at themots.ca. Here's another word for you. Oh, I wouldn't go there. 
it's Paul Capricante, host of The Vinyl Experience, with a couple of magic numbers for you to remember. This is real simple. Are you ready? Here we go. Nine and three. Every Sunday at 9 a.m., 3 p.m., 9 p.m., and for good measure, 3 a.m. on Monday. This is all Eastern Time. Your time's for The Vinyl Experience. Welcome back to realestatetorontoradio.com. And I had a question for you. Okay. We, are we ready to switch gears? Okay. Switch topics? Well, switch topics, but let's try to stay on the same Okay. We'll try. Mode. And I can't okay. guarantee that we won't okay. go off the rails. I <laughs> always had this question. I see these real estate agents sometimes that send us nice little things to the door, fridge magnets and th- things, and they say, get a free market value assessment. Yes. And then I go, oh, that's cool, because that'll tell me what my house is worth. Mm-hmm. But then I have this other thing that I've gone to the bank and I get an appraisal. Yes. So what are the, what's the difference between the two and, and is one more accurate than the other? Good, good question. Good question. Um, so first of all, an appraisal. Yep. Appraisals are done um, for different purposes. Mm-hmm. So when a bank does an appraisal for their financing, they want to look at it based on how much of your uh how much skin is in the game, basically, how much equity are you putting in? How much is the bank sitting with? And can the bank recoup that money should they need to? Should you not be able to make your payments? Bank takes a house back. The bank has to sell it. And so that's really where the bank's coming from on the refinance or on the mortgage aspect. So when they're financing you based on refinancing, they tend to, to, to budget that a little lower than maybe what it would sell for. Hmm. Okay. So they are looking at land value. So there's a few different appraisals too. So one is called replacement costs. So what would it cost to replace this? That's how your insurance company is kind of looking at your house, I went through that recently and got a big shock. Yeah. Because they're looking at the price of your land. What would it cost to put this house up? And sometimes that number is way more than what it's worth. And sometimes it's way less. Yes. Depends where you are and what you're sitting on. Uh And is the value in your house or in your land? Right. So, um, Market evaluations, though, um, a little bit different. And and again, I would highly recommend that you are talking to a realtor who has sold many homes in the area that you're looking to uh, sell. Because I could look at I do central Toronto, but you suddenly put me in in uh, Muskoka or Muskoka. Yeah. Give me to Muskoka and say, do a market evaluation. Now I have access to all the information on the MLS. I can look at the sales and the pictures and all that and do some comparisons based on square footage, bedrooms and all that stuff. What I might not know though, is that on this side of the lake, there is a huge demand because of something, a school, a community, that I'm not aware of, a tight community that people are just itching to get into. The only way I really know about it is what the sellers tell me. And the sellers sometimes know and sometimes don't know what the or demand for their home is. Conversely, there's a dump coming or there's some other oh, a railway track yeah, coming. Future development. Yeah, that's and you're like, right. oh my goodness, our properties, are are they going to go up or down? There's a condo going in behind this house. Yes. That's right. So um, it's really important to hire somebody who knows the area so that they can tell you. So... You know, the biggest question I get asked for the Young Shepherd area is, why is the east side more expensive than the west side? Oh, right, right down Young. Yeah, and, you know, people will say, well, the east side's close to Subway. Well, the west side's the same distance, <laughs> it's, right? It's on the, the other side of the street. Yes. That's right. So 
you know, but what we do know about the east side is it's got a high school that is in huge demand. Mm -hmm. So we see that right across the city. There are high schools or public schools or daycares or something with a with a defined um, catchment area. And there's a demand to be in that catchment area to right. go to that school or that, you know. Yep. Um, and so that can affect price. So on a, on one street, there's a lot of streets in Toronto where you up to a certain number goes to one school and beyond that goes to another school. And we will literally see a 10% difference in price from one school district to the other. So you have to know that when you're going in to price a house. Wow. And so, you know, that's one thing. The other thing is what's the trend in the neighborhood? So... In many parts of our city right now, those little bungalows sitting on lots that can have new homes on them are in huge demand. They're in huge demand, especially now for you guys out there going, well, I'm waiting for the spring market. And I we started the show saying spring is here because it's here. <laughs> Keep in mind, the guys who are buying the lots to build on would love to buy today and close in April and May because they would like this period of the year to get all their permits in place so that they can start digging by June so that come the cold weather, their walls are up, they're enclosed, and they can finish the home in the winter if they Even have if to. Even if they don't want to knock down and they're going to do a major renovation, it still takes eight, eight to 12 weeks to get permits anyways. They want that through the period yep. between buying and closing yep. and taking possession. And you're right. They want to get. In, they want to have, they want to have work they come get, Hit the ground spring. running. That's yep. right. So when those people... That look at the average prices and go, well, the average price was the highest in May of 2015. So I'm going to list in May of 2016. Please know what is it that you're selling? When are you going to give possession up? Because if you're close, if you're selling in May or June, but you say, you know, I'd really like to stay through the summer and not close till October. Ooh. Well, your builder is about to get that house in October. He can't do anything if, well, if we have a winter like this winter, he might. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but he might not be able to. And now he's sitting on that property for six months. Is he going to take that into consideration when he's buying your home in May and June? Yes, he is. He's taking that into consideration and saying, maybe I'm going to get stuck here. This might take me longer. I'm. This is going to reflect on price. Mm. So, and the other thing I just want to point out is come May or June, you don't know what your competition's doing. So if suddenly everybody and everybody I'm talking to right now is saying April, May and June, if suddenly in that time period, everybody decides they're putting their house on the market, do you have the leverage that you have today with nothing on the market? So your inventory is now flush. Yeah. And you've got competition. And you do. So people confuse the number of sales with the price. Sales go up in the spring. Yes, they do. More properties sell in the spring and summer than they do in the winter and fall. However, the price of a house, when we're comparing apples to apples and oranges to oranges, and forget that average price now, we saw the price go up in October, November, and December this year of detached homes. Homes that we sold in December would not have seen that price in April in the spring prior. Because of? Because of the lack of inventory. Right. Yeah. Because there was nothing on the market and there was just people that needed to move, needed to get in. So they were willing to pay a little bit extra, maybe get into a bidding war yep. to get the house they want. Yep, yep, that's right. So going back to that knock on the door, all it takes is a phone call to say, hey, this is where I live. Someone just came to my house. They're offering me this and that. And, you know, could I bother you for a market evaluation? Could I, could I come? Look, it, you have options as home sellers too. I would say to you if... You know, again, I think this process deserves more than a call to someone and say, what's my house worth? Tell me on the phone. I don't want to meet no. you. 
just tell me, um, whoever throws that price at you, I'm going to say that's a little bit irresponsible and they also might be missing the mark. So it's your home. You know, our logo is it's your home. It's important. The reason why we say that all the time is it's important. It deserves your time and effort. It deserves the, 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 uh, the information and the research to properly present to you. Here's, here's the market evaluation. And like I said, I mean, uh, I would say call the Mahal and Ross group. Absolutely. If, if, if you're somewhere way out of town, I understand if you're not going to call us. But you know what? Call us. We'll we'll tell you who the best agent is in your neighborhood. You work with lots of agents. Tons. Right across North America. They're going to treat you the same way I'm talking to you, and that is find out the answer. It is free information. Look, at our goal is if things don't work out with the guy at the door, sure, we want to know that maybe we've earned your business. And if you're thinking of selling, you're, you're going to consider hiring us. You're not going to pressure them. Not going to pressure you, but I just want to make sure you've got the right information. Let me put you on the spot. Yeah. Does your market value assessment, in your opinion, include coming to the client's house and looking inside the house? It does. Okay. Yeah. So you get, if you if you call someone or as a client and you go, tell me the price on the phone right now. Yeah. That's I'm on a 40-foot lot. I'm on X Street. What's it selling for today? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, and even at, if they say ballpark, then you're going to ballpark it. It's going to be ballpark. There's going to be a range. And then are you really getting the information you deserve? You're selling maybe one of your biggest assets. Um, you know, treat it like that. Treat it like it's one of your biggest assets. This deserves my time, effort, and energy. And I'm telling you, if you have an agent at the door who is pressuring you, saying, if you bring in another agent, we're walking. I'm telling you right now and right now, shut the door. There's a reason. There is a reason. And I'm hearing it a lot. I've actually had people say to me, or I'd love to bring you in. But if I bring you in, this guy's going to leave with his offer. And I really want his offer. And it's like, you know what? Any realtor coming at you from that way, uh, you don't want to work with them. And and chances are, yes, we can bring you that offer. In fact, we can bring you a better offer. And I'll tell you, the other thing is that agent's buyer does not care if you're being represented or not. If that agent's buyer wants your home, he's still coming. Even if you say, hold on, I've got my own realtor. And therefore, I really want to see your offer. But can you please um, work through my realtor and, and I'll respond to it? Yeah. Um, that buyer doesn't care. That buyer's... Very Serious. happy to still buy the Serious. home. So it's the agent. If the agent says, no, 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 you bring in your agent, we're out of here, then th there's big warning bells there, guys. Just just be careful. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm still amazed at some of the things that go on. But again, well, <laughs> yeah. no, because, you know, like we talked about in, in previous shows, bully offers. Yeah. Take my offer right now or I'm walking away. Yeah. You know, here's an offer. It's a great offer. It's the only offer you're going to get. I mean, the variety of things you hear yeah. are, are just... And, and it's all made to intimidate the sellers. And what I want to tell sellers today is you guys are sitting on prime, prime real estate that's in huge demand. Now, doesn't mean you can suddenly double think that your house has gone up twice as much as it was last year. It hasn't yet. Yep. <laughs> Stick around. Maybe it will. Yep. Um, you know, you want to be realistic. Um, however, it you, what you're sitting on is in demand and therefore take the time and 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 do your research. And if you're not comfortable you need to make a call to myself, your lawyer, myself, um, yeah. and at least get some answers. Yeah. At least feel that you've done some research in order to move forward. Comfortably with your interests at the front. Absolutely. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Sorry. I wanted to come back to that. Yeah. The 
when a lot of these agents who are knocking on the doors are coming in with what's called an agreement to pay commission or or there's all sorts of different forms. So that's the other thing. They're going to ask you to sign forms that are, is going to assure that they're getting paid their commission. Yep. Um, some will come in, basically point it straight out, I'm representing my, the buyer. So you have no representation, and that is where you should call us to come in and at least facilitate the offer. And we can talk about how we do that without breaking your bank. The other thing is, is that if they are suddenly coming in with a listing agreement and they say, oh, it's an exclusive listing agreement, we're not putting it on MLS, they, you still are signing now a commitment to them to allow them to sell your house, and only them. So... So before we go to break, yeah. how long is that for? Well, you can sign it for a day, and then and then you are getting representation because okay. they're saying I'm bringing you an offer. Sign with me exclusively for 48 hours and give me that opportunity. Okay, but if it's sitting there 30 days, a month, two months, I'm telling you they have tied you up under contract and you cannot hire someone else to represent you. Scary stuff. Well, it isn't scary when you know. No, when you know. No. So all and I want people to know learning. is. Is, is is make the call, find out. Um, I'll tell you, the torontorealestatebord.com also has some great information on there for the consumer. It is a consumer site. But take that information, call us, we'll answer your questions. There's no cost or obligation. And, and then you can make the wisest decision for your family. Yeah, and no matter yeah. where you're listening to this, across Canada or the United States, or we have listeners in Poland, contact your local, there's got to be a local real estate agency there or yep. an overseeing body that can provide you with some great information. Absolutely. All right, more Real Estate Toronto Radio right around the corner. Welcome back to Real Estate Toronto Radio. We're going to close with some some interesting information. Well, it's definitely a community message from the North York Harvest Food Bank. Um, last, you know, our, the Mulholland Ross Group has supported the Harvest Food Bank for, I don't even know, gosh, we must be going on 10 years. And last week, uh, we had the honor to go in and help do some sorting. Thank you, Todd and family, for helping us because that was awesome. And we had, we sorted almost 2,000 2, pounds of food yeah, in a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. And what a great feeling it was, right? It really was. And and it was nice that we got the backstory, why they're there, the why history. they're doing it. And it wasn't just, you know, just you were just working. You were learning and becoming part of the community. It is amazing. And I always say to them, I wish we didn't need you. I wish yeah. one day we hope we never need the Harvest Food Bank. But right now we do. And, and thousands, thousands, I think they said 33,000 families um, are using that bank. And 40% of those people are children we interview a lot of uh yeah. charities on listen up talk radio and uh i always say that to them no dis no disrespect but it would be nice if you weren't here and they yeah. agree oh they yeah agree. absolutely so just so you know the Mulholland ross group at realestatetoronto.com we donate to the north york harvest food bank every time we sell a home and like i said they're they're we're big supporters so every quarter we're gonna go sort so we'll get to pull you back into town excellent <laughs> 
to and, sort. And your website is changing? Yeah, so just a quick note at realestatetoronto.com, we are renovating um, over the next few days. So Did if you, you get an appraisal done first? <laughs> We got our permits, the <laughs> oh, appraisal. Great. It was like crazy. Oh, wow. Um, so over the next few days, you may find some hiccups. We do apologize in advance. We we hope you love what, what comes out at the other end. And I'm thinking by early part of this week, we should be... We should be completely up, running, stable, and lots of things to do on the site. So please do drop into realestatetoronto.com and and take a look. And we'd love your feedback. And that's where, of course, the podcast player is, will be. That's right. So you'll be able to listen to all these shows again and again and again and share them with family and friends. Please do. Yes. Every week, Sunday at 4 p.m. That's where you can hear us on Listen Up Talk Radio. And, of course, we are heard around the globe, anywhere else, at any time, at Listen Up Talk Radio, worldwide at talk-radio.ca. We'll catch you right back here next Sunday.